Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? Alright, uh, before we get started in this podcast, I do want to give everyone a quick spoiler warning. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Now, the spoiler warning is very, 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 very mild. Um, (laughs) I know it's kind of a weird thing to have multiple varies in front of, but I'm just saying, um, you know, we do talk a little bit about Endgame and the new Spider-Man Far From Home trailer that kind of has spoilers for Endgame here. We do try to keep things vague. Um, So if you haven't seen Endgame yet, um, haven't seen the trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home 2, you know, we we try to keep things as vague as we can, Uh, but people might be sensitive to it, and, uh, you know, X-Men, Dark Phoenix, there's, we talk about the spoiler, but we don't talk about what exactly is spoiled, I mean, we mentioned a character is dead, we don't say which one, so it's a little bit in the gray area, I just want to give everyone a heads up on that before we really get into this podcast. You know, we always try to do these kind of podcasts without many spoilers here. But, um, you know, this one here is, is kind of in the gray area. You know, we don't really get too specific. But if you're really, really sensitive to spoilers, you might want to, um, you know, give you a heads up. And uh, I put little tags um, in here so that way you could hear it. You're like, oh, I don't want to, I could skip ahead. But we really tried to make this as spoiler-free as possible. So just giving everyone a heads up. Uh, one more thing before we get started. I want to mention that we do have a link in the info box that will take you to our website. And that the website, we have all the trailers you kind of talk about here. So that way, if you have not seen these trailers, you know, you can go over there, see it, check it out, see the posters, get, you know, a little bit more information, the official synopsis, you know. We have that article, so you can just check it out and get all the trailers so you can watch it. So, again, that's in the info box, just a link. So, on to the show. Hello, hello, hello. We got the full crew here for the Summer 3D Preview. I'm Adolf Vega. I have with me Jake. Howdy. James. Hello. And Miss Krista. Hello. So, the summer is, I mean... Jake, you said that the summer started with Avengers Endgame, but is it really the summer? Does it feel like summer to you? <laughs> uh, it's sure. 90 years, so yeah. Uh, just blame it on climate change. <laughs> Krista, is the summer box office season here, or is it not yet? <laughs> I I feel like we're not getting much of a summer box office season, because it doesn't seem to, like, populated with like actually decent movies <laughs> no offense oh, yeah, yeah. all right let's let's start things off with this month or in may and detective pikachu which comes out oh. on may 10th yeah so what do you guys think of detective pikachu uh well i'll say my thoughts that i've previously had i'll say kind of weird that they'd release a like Pokemon is a pretty big franchise. 
I find it weird that the first movie adaptation that they're going to make is some spinoff that's only popular in Japan. Seems very weird. No, I agree with you 100% there, James. Uh, Detective Pikachu is a 3DS game that was not in 3D, by the way, and that came out like two years ago. And um, it's not, you would think that live action Pokemon game would be based on you know, one of the various generations, like red or blue or yellow or or whatever. But nope, it's yeah, and, and yeah, it's it's very weird because like, I, and I don't know if it was because Detective Peach, Pikachu was the easiest to do, or they were lazy, or they wanted more of a, but just seems kind of a very odd way to make a live action version of Pokemon. You would think that they at least try and because the way I'm understanding it, you know, this basically takes place in the real world, quote unquote, not the Pokemon world, which has its own like maps and stuff. So yeah, just very odd. Another interesting thing is the fact that, you know, this film is for like an American audience, but it's based on a Japanese spinoff. Like that's kind of like to put into perspective, that would be the equivalent of making like a live action yokai watch movie with like an all non Japanese cast. Very weird. All right, uh, Jake, what are your thoughts on this? Uh since seeing the Sonic trailer, my thoughts on this have really went up uh, severely. Uh I really, after seeing how horribly a, a game character can get mangled, I was like, you know, this might not be too bad. I mean, yeah, it looks like uh, Fisher-Price, my first little Blade Runner, but, you know, it could be interesting. You, you have to admit, the character designs look awfully damn good when you compare it to the Sonic trailer. Very true. Krista, what are your thoughts? I still think the character designs are creepy. Like, even considering how creepy Sonic is, like, I, I don't know what the deal with CGI lately is. I feel like all the CGI we've been seeing lately is just very, like, uncanny va valley, unsettling type of, like, sets you on on edge, kind of. Like, it's just weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk more about those things. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree. There's some weird CGI this year and especially this summer. Um, Krista, have you played any of the Pokemon games or no? No, I don't really have like any experience with Pokemon. Like I didn't even play Pokemon Go when it was popular. So I'm like operating off of like next to no knowledge here. Yeah. So, yeah, I've played Pokemon Yellow maybe about halfway through. If any gamers are there, I just finished the boat area. I've played Pokemon Snap to completion. I've watched maybe season one or two of the anime. Uh, um, I know I've played a good amount, like maybe 10 hours of Pokemon Go. So I haven't really played an entire generation from beginning to end. So I know enough about it that I know what's going on. Um, but... I think the next thing we talk about with here is Ryan Reynolds being Detective Pikachu. Does this work? Yes or no? Before we watch the movie, we're recording this on May 8th, by the way. Krista, does Ryan Reynolds work on this? I think, like, I think I agree with, like, you've said, said, you guys have said earlier that you don't think it works. And, like, now that I've, like, really paid attention to it, I understand where you're coming from because it's just, 
It is not the kind of voice that you expect to come from a very small creature. Jake, you have any thoughts on Ryan Reynolds before we watch that review or watch this movie and review it? Yeah, it's uh, Ryan Reynolds' voice has become so distinctive uh, and and so associated with Deadpool. You are you keep expecting him to start swearing any second. And uh, part of that, I think, is they play up the humor aspects in the trailer. So it plays into his Deadpool persona. So it it's either going to be brilliant or it's going to crash and burn. I really don't see how it can be in between. James, we still wanting uh, Danny DeVito? <laughs> Danny DeVito? Um, well, yeah, that would have been funny. No, I. You could are to the people who say he doesn't know what Pikachu is. I don't think Ryan Reynolds did either. So yeah, I kind of feel like Pikachu should have a higher pitched voice, and it, maybe it could be a, a female voice actor instead of a male voice actor, and it would have been okay. You know, maybe have a talented voice actor like um, the guy that does Fry on Futurama. Um, he was fantastic. I forget his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's what's interesting now is I see um too many uh a lot of movies now uh giving voice acting roles to people who are just famous actors instead of licensed people who do, you know, animated roles. Just So yeah, Billy West was a character uh, actor who did uh Futurama and many other voices. I think he would have been great here, or maybe one of the Simpsons alums. You know, that w- they would have been great here, too. Yeah. Editor's note, I just want to give everyone a quick heads up that since recording this podcast, I have seen Detective Pikachu. I recorded this uh, beforehand, so just give everyone a heads up for transparency reasons. If you have not um, seen or Heard the review, I gave Detective Pikachu a 6 out of 10. Just want to, you know, give that out there. You know, we try to record these podcasts as quickly as we can. Try to get them up as quickly as we can, but sometimes life gets in the way. So, back to the show. Alright, let's move on here. Uh, let's go to the next movie, Aladdin. The 2019 remake. Uh, this is coming out on May 24th. Uh, Krista, you're reviewing this. Are you excited to review it? Yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to it, I think. Um, I don't know how... Like, I think it's going to be a passable movie. I don't know that it's going to be, like, a super amazing movie. Uh, so, like, my, my expectations are kind of tempered here. But um, I like Aladdin, you know, so... And I like that, like, they didn't whitewash the cast. That's, like, a huge thing. Um, but... I feel like it's just mostly going to be like a play-by-play remake of the animated movie and not going to be that different. Yeah, I don't, I don't really see the appeal. Now, people were very controversial or very angry at Aladdin because the genie is Will Smith and that original CGI looked really bad. But I think in later previews, it looks fine. It's just, it's a really jarring. Again, like Krista said, CGI this summer is kind of weird. I just, I just wish it was played by Shaquille O'Neal instead. <laughs> I, 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 I do think Will Smith 
was a weird casting choice. Uh, I'm not really sure why they went with that. Um, yeah. Because I, Robin Williams is, is dead. Oh, well. I mean, that's the, that's the horrible thing. Personally, I think uh, they should have not remade it yet. Yeah, I kind of yeah. see where where that's coming from. But, like, I feel like, I still feel like they could have gotten someone closer in terms of Robin Williams than, like, got, like, Will Smith seems like just, like, a total misca- miscast to me. I don't know. They're just playing on 90s nostalgia. Robin Williams is popular yeah. in the 90s, and so was uh, Big Willie, so. Yeah. So, all right, let's keep going here. Got Godzilla, King of the Monsters is coming out on May 31st. Um, Godzilla, the only issue I have with this trailer or trailers with this is that the visuals, like the cinematography looks really ugly. Um, So I'm just a little bit worried about that. Um, I did not see the original in 3D, so I don't know if it's going to be any good, but it looks like it might be a fun movie. Yeah, I'm honestly hoping this one does well. I, I, you know, for the most part, the the monster movies have not, or was it the um, let the the uh, what's it called, the Tojo verse or whatever they want to call it, the Kaiju monster verse or something, has not been that bad. So, like in comparison to other, you know, American movies. Like the first Godzilla remake, the 2014 one, that wasn't that bad, you know. So, I hope it does well. Mhm. It definitely looks better than Pacific Rim sequel. Yeah, oh yeah. Pacific Rim, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that was a blown opportunity. Krista, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I feel like there's been so many Godzilla movies. Like, I can't keep track of them. I feel like it's just going to get, like, lost in the shuffle. Mm. Well, I mean, you got to remember, though, that the, 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 the 90% of all Godzilla movies were made in Japan, and they were made, like, 30-something years ago. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I think, uh, and if you look at, like, the films that's been released, he has had like a, a major hiatus for the last twenty years. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't really have a problem with them making more as long as they're good and, and the thing is is that from what I've seen, like the two thousand fourteen Godzilla, a lot of people complained, oh the, their their major complaint was there wasn't enough Godzilla. But if you if you look at previous movies, it's always kind of been like that. You know, Godzilla shows up at the end, at the end, like, freaking 20, 10, 20 minutes. He has a fight with the monster, and that's the end. But, like, in these films, to kind of, you know, that can't be the only part of the film, so they have to tie a story to it. So, you know. Yeah. It's true. Because... You know, if you just focus on Godzilla, you have, like, what, a 10-minute movie? <laughs> oh, they just need to go back what they did in the old days, hire two wrestlers, put them in rubber suits, and have them stomp around on miniature sets and wrestle each other for 90 minutes and call it a movie. <laughs> well, you know, the, the funny thing is, too, is that the, the, 
a lot of the suits, especially in like the late nineties, that era, look pretty mm-hmm. good. So I'm not even mm-hmm. against that. Oh, I, I I loved it. I mean, uh, when I was little, first time yeah, I saw Godzilla, I was like, Gumby, you suck. Godzilla, you rule. But when are we going to get that Jimbo origin story? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now, this is the first, I think the first movie for uh, Millie Brown, which is um, Jane or Levin in Stranger Things. It's a little bit weird to see her on the big screen instead of Netflix. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and see uh, if she finds uh, big screen success because it seems like um, a couple of the because um, oh, what was it? A uh, Finn Wolfhard. He was he's in it, and that did very well. So let's get into June. June, we have the Secret Life of Pets two. Um, Jake is reviewing this. Um, it's coming out on June seventh. Uh, Krista, what are your thoughts on the first High Secret Life of Pets movie? I feel like it just kind of like it's just like a kind of like not even that interesting of a kids movie. All right, Jake, what are your thoughts on the first one? Uh, it was there. Uh, it's one of those things that gets compared to Zootopia a lot, comes up short. I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, and some of it is, I mean, T.J. Miller, just not that funny. I won't get into the other stuff. The trailers for the second one actually look like an improvement, but we'll see. Because uh, I feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm diving on a hand grenade. True. James, have you seen the original? You know, I've seen, I've, I've seen like most of it actually. But not all of it. Like, it's it's been on when I've been around. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I reviewed the original. I think I gave it a seven or a six. I don't remember. Um, it was okay. Ha, it, <laughs> ha, this movie beat Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things beat Ghostbusters, James. <laughs> I, I feel like it's in the same category in my mind as, like, Minions are. Except, like, not as yeah. popular. It was made by the same people. Oh, yeah? Made the means. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's the same animation studio. Mm-hmm. Minions is much worse. Yeah. Minions is much worse. Minions is... I'm barely able to watch that one. And I was very generous giving that a five. But I was just like, I'm bored. When is this going to end? Oh, I'm at the point now yeah. I can't even tell the difference between Minions movies and Despicable Me movies. Huh. Well, the difference is that, is that according to the size of a Minion, <laughs> Gru is 14 feet tall. <laughs> 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 I don't know if you've ever read that coffee pasta, but it's very good. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So I originally did give it a seven. I mean, it was fine. I liked it. I just don't really care for more of this. So, eh. Okay. So I think you liked it more than I did. Because it's one of those, I'm thinking more five, six range for me. I think, because to me, it just, what I remember about it is it just dragged in too many places. They could have probably cut 10 minutes out of it, and it would have flowed a lot better. Now, this was three years ago. Maybe I was more kinder as a reviewer. You kind of become more jaded as on hardcore as time goes along. So it may be, you know, it's one of those things that as you go through movies, you become harder and harder of a critic. So maybe it'll give it more less now. But all right, let's keep going here. We got uh, Dark Phoenix. No X-Men in here, but it's based on the X-Men. Um, coming out on June 7th, and uh, the latest trailer just doesn't care about spoilers. Um, so yeah, yay, uh, spoilers here for Dark Phoenix. Um, uh, first of all, um, Krista, what are your thoughts on the X Men movies? Have you watched them? I watched one of them, um, and I had no idea what's going on. The only thing I remember, like plot wise, is that. Quicksilver was like like Magneto was Quicksilver's dad, and that's the only thing like I I have taken away from from the movie I watched. All right, that was uh, Apocalypse. So that's the second one in this rebooted younger X Men universe. Yes, uh, James, what are you thinking of Dark Phoenix? Uh, it just looks I don't know. I've become very I, I've always been pessimistic towards the X-Men movie. <laughs> I don't know. I just... I don't think they get it right. I don't think the people making the movies have an understanding of the story or the characters. They just kind of do whatever they want. You know what I mean? Like, they don't... They didn't get Apocalypse at all. It's like... The best way to describe it is like, they read a Wikipedia article and they think they can make a movie. <laughs> They're like, okay, well. It was trying to do like too many things at once. So there were like 50 different plots going on and I understood yeah. none of them. Yeah, the, those films have, a, have a, a big problem with doing that. They they cram a lot into very, very short. And then another thing too is that they got like a million ideas and they have no idea what to do with them. It's one of the reasons why I've actually started to believe that the only way X-Men can work is that is, is uh, as an actual series rather than a movie series and then like a a movie franchise because, you know, a 12-episode uh, thing has, has the ability to kind of go over, you know. X-Men just needs time. That's, that's the best way to describe it. There's a lot of stuff to go over. It's not. It's nowhere near as simple as Spider Man or, you know, the others, because X Men's like a huge cast. I mean, like the the sequence where like Quicksilver is like saving everybody from from like the explosion. That was like amazing, like filmmaking. I just wish that like the entire film was like that. Yeah, the, yeah. The, that scene. They had another scene like that in the previous movie which was um, uh, X-Men Days of Future Past. And um, it, 
the thing is, the Quicksilver's a little bit overpowered <laughs> because he's like way beyond like light speed at that point, you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, he's a cool character. Um, I feel like yeah. the X Men movies are completely hit or miss. Like you may totally get a really good one and then get bad one, and then it just you know the first X Men movie was good, better than expected. The second one was great. The third one was bad. Wolverine was bad. First Class was good. Wolverine, bad. Uh, Future Past, great. Deadpool, great. Apocalypse, bad. Logan, amazing. Deadpool 2, bad. So, uh, it's, an, I don't know. Yeah. I did see Deadpool. I wasn't counting that as an X-Men in my brain. <laughs> yeah, Deadpool can't really be considered. I, I, at least I don't consider it part of the X-Men universe. Like, in the sense of. You know. They only like kind of like cheekily jibe at like at, they, at like they, why are there only two X Men here? Well, what they do with the, the Deadpool movies is that they make fun of the X Men movies, but they're more of a parody than they are a you know you know what I mean, like an actual part of the universe. Yeah. So now, Christopher, if you haven't seen Logan? Definitely recommend that. I love that movie. <laughs> Okay. Um, Jake, you you don't seem convinced. Logan's great. Uh, you should also check out De- um a uh, first class. Mhm. That one's a blast and you'll have no problem following it even though it just kind of just drops you into it. Okay. So the X-Men film series has a to put it nicely, a convoluted timeline that doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. So um, yeah, X Men First Class was supposed to be the reboot of the X Men franchise. It takes place in the past, and then Logan is in the future, and then you know this is in the nineties, I think, and then New Mutants, which is supposed to come out in twenty twenty now, which God knows if that's going to get a theatrical release. You know, this is going to be the last, I think, true true X Men movie in the France in the Fox universe after this yeah you know the the disney fox deal has already been put in place so the next x-men movie will be in the marvel cinematic universe in some ways unless somehow they're going to rewrite new mutants to have uh marvel cinematic universe in there which i don't think is a good idea i think (laughs) but yeah we'll see so um contain spoilers Krista, were you aware that they spoiled this uh, the main like a main character dying in the newest trailer of Dark Phoenix? Yeah, oh wow! No, I didn't. No, I didn't. So yeah, they it, it was it really pissed me and Jake off because we cover the news and try to get all the news articles for the website, and um, we we're like, what the hell? And then like they just started doing interviews about the death, and you're like, this movie hasn't come out for like two or three months. Why are they doing this right now? And, like, having massive spoilers about a character dying. So it's, like, I kind of feel like um, they are desperate here. And um, they're trying to do anything they can for this movie to get publicity and press for it. But, um, you know, it's a bad sign when you're going to spoil a major death in the character before you watch it. Yeah, it's like it's like saying, you know, who dies in blank to advertise, you know, the film. I mean, it's the... I mean, it's the type of stuff you don't want to promote because 
it's like let's use Solo as an example. Most people I know didn't go see Solo because the character died in the previous Star Wars movie. So his story was over. They weren't yeah. interested in going back. They were only yeah. interested in going forward. And the yeah, only it, thing that would have yeah. changed their mind would have been if Harrison Ford was in it. I mean, yeah. I know he's he's over it and he's old, but you know how movie fans are. They want what they want, regardless of anything. And yeah. America yeah. loves Harrison Ford, and he wasn't in it. So they didn't care, and they stayed home in droves. Yep, and then also, you know, all the all the that was the casual people, and for all everyone who isn't ca- a casual Star Wars fan, they uh, were pretty mad at Episode Eight, and so they didn't go. So going back to Dark Phoenix, this movie was also delayed a year from last year to this year, and um, then it got pushed up and. Then um, apparently early screenings of this movie um, were bad enough that the director and all the writers decided to just scrap half the movie or a third of the movie. And uh, apparently early screenings um, before the delay, people were laughing at some serious scenes and the tone was completely off. So they had to change it. So there's a lot here that bad signs all over it. So we'll see when come June. Um, I, I get how do you how do you make an entire movie without realizing how crap it is? Well, okay, well, the, this is what I was talking about earlier, though. These people have no understanding of the characters they're writing. They literally just this is. I'm not joking when I when I say that these people probably just read a Wikipedia article on them. And think that they understand the characters. They don't. And it clearly shows. The the Dark Phoenix saga. The reason why it was done poorly last time. They haven't realized. Is because the Dark Phoenix saga isn't a one movie thing. It should, it should you know, take time. There's a lot of moving pieces. You have, you know, the, the fact that she gets her powers. You have the, what's the, the Hellfire Club. You have the, you know... To her death. I mean, there's a lot of elements there. There's a lot of parts. You know, you have to remember the the Phoenix Saga in the um, in the original comic books was a storyline that took place over like 40 issues. So a lot of material. Yeah, I agree with James. And you know, there's a lot there, and they're trying to condense it to a two-hour mm-hmm. movie, and then have a conclusion there, and it should be something they could tease and have for like three episodes or whatever. Honestly, honestly, again, going back to what I was saying, I'm really starting to think that the only way X-Men will ever work is, is if it's a, it's a, like a, you know, um, a series like the Netflix shows. That's the only way because there is just so much going on. There are so many characters you know, the, the the Avengers don't even have this problem. Like, the Avengers have, like, a core cast of people, and, and relatively, the characters are, you know, cameoing. You know, like, Iron Man shows up, and Iron Man has his own film series. Thor has his own thing. You know, the X-Men, they're their own, like, 
that's it. You know, you don't get a solo Cyclops movie that, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like the characters there are specifically just for X-Men. So you have to have more time explaining who they are in the, in the X-Men like film or whatever it is. And that, you know, it's just a matter of time. It's just, it doesn't work. Basically. Now, one thing that X-Men was doing was that, you know, uh, Days of Future Past kind of fixed some of the continuity errors. And then Deadpool and Logan were both R-rated movies and strong R-rated movies. And New Mutants might be R, we'll see. But they're, and then that Deadpool 2, so they're trying to push forward and say, you know, rated R movies. And that's going to be basically gone now. And I think that was a good idea to really kind of justify how the X-Men movies are different from the Marvel movies or Marvel cinematic movies, you know, having it R rated, you know, focusing on one character like Deadpool or Logan really made those different. So uh, I kind of feel like it's a misstep and they're not really, you know, they could have just ended things pretty well with days of future past and just moved on, you know, but they didn't. Yeah. You know, and, and and Apocalypse is another good example of why, you know, you can't just, Apocalypse can't just show up <laughs> and be defeated in one movie. He's like the main bad guy. You're 100% right. You know, I don't know if you've read anything about him in the, in the comic book, but he's, he's like, he's like the Thanos of the X-Men universe, you know? Mm-hmm, exactly. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's you definitely needed to set up uh, Apocalypse and give him some couple movies to get in there. But let's move on. Let's move on. We got a lot of movies left. Uh, Men in Black International. Now this movie um, actually has coming out on June fourteenth, and uh, this was not a three D movie for the first teaser, but now the newest. Uh, trailer actually says 3d at the end so now we're including it and i actually like this take of men in black i think it's actually a fun way to reboot the series Mm -hmm. i'm actually pretty hyped for it yeah it it looks a lot better than men in black 2 come on look no two was bad (laughs) uh men in black 2 no, yeah, two no. got did in by two got did in by nine eleven, and they and they should have delayed and and figured it out instead of just flying by the seat of their pants with a last minute fix because they couldn't obviously end on the World Trade Center. Is it isn't it also weird how many films had to do with the World tra- or how many movies centered on the World Trade Center when it came down? Like, is that so weird? How like every Everyone had a fixation with that building before. Yeah, just, just uh-huh. very yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's get back to this movie here. So it actually looks like um, uh, maybe a technical fourth movie. I think they kind of alluded that the events of the. Well, actually, yeah, th- this isn't a reboot. It's it's it has a character from the third one in it. So I think they have like a pictures of J and K in the past it's a spinoff so i mean i'm yeah. fine with that i'm fine with it it feels like a different movie it feels like at the same time you know chris hemworth and tessa thompson 
have great chemistry as um, Thor and Valkyrie in the Marvel movies. So the trailers look really good. And the only thing that I'm worried about is the little creature that is like there, you know, making wisecracks. I'm kind of worried about that. We've had bad history with little creatures making wisecracks, sidekicks, you know, I think Kazoo or something like that and Flintstones. It'll be, he'll be fine. He's just, uh, he's just a, one of the alien, just, he's, he kind of looks like he's supposed to be the, the Joe Pesci of the Men in Black universe. So, Krista, you're really excited for this? You like the other Men in Black movies? This is like the main summer movie that I feel like actually has potential to be good. And like, I'm actually like, it just seems fun. Like you've got got like uh, uh, Tessa Thompson with like a giant gun, and I just, I just, I just love it. It looks fun. It does look legitimately fun, and it looks like a good kind of reboot or good kind of way to continue the franchise, but move on from J and K. Now, I actually like Men in Black Three a good amount. So you know, mm-hmm. I like the third one. I think this is this looks good. So yeah. that's kind of a positive thing. So. Let's go to another quote-unquote fourth movie, Toy Story 4, which I was really hesitant about before, but the trailer looks really good. So June 21st, Toy Story 4. What are your thoughts on this, Krista? You know, I'm not ne- I'm not sure if it's like strictly necessary because the third one felt like such a good ending for that story that I, I was actually kind of surprised they were making a fourth one. But like, it does... I, I think I'm gonna like like I think I'm gonna enjoy it, but I feel like there's no way they can top the ending they already had. No, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Well, um, what I was gonna say about specifically is fact is like, you know, the last what's it? I mean, there hasn't been a good Pixar movie in like ten years. So, I mean, that's harsh. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. You know, or at least when I say good, I mean like timeless because the quality uh, was just so outstanding before 2010 era. Um, you know, starting with Cars 2, it was just. Wait, wait. I feel like, okay, you don't think Coco was good? Yeah, uh, it was okay. Coco was great. You're wrong. Sorry. It wasn't like. I'm about to yeah, fight you no, on this. No, 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 no. See, you got to remember that, like, the movies after that certain point are nowhere near as good as, like, the original, the original 1995 to 2010 era. Nowhere near. Like, like the, the movies afterwards, like, some of them are good movies. You could call them good, but they're nowhere near the quality that it was before. That's the reason why it's kind of a harsh yeah, decline. Yeah. And uh, like the, I, especially the sequels and the prequels, those have always been bad. Yeah, I'm not with you there. I strongly disagree with you. <laughs> well, you lost. No, no. Inside Out is fantastic. Um, right? Yeah. and uh, Love Inside Out. Love Coco. I liked Inside Out and Coco. Uh, but after that, I agree with James, though. Well, I mean, here's the thing. There are good movies. Uh, capital G, good. But, I mean, 
nowhere near the the Pixar like quality standard that was before. I mean, I'm not going to deny that the, the the movies afterwards like none of them are terrible besides maybe Cars 2, but I'm just saying none of them are are great like um you know, like the original like Finding Nemo or you know, uh Toy Story or Okay, or, I kind of you know, get where you're coming from actually now that you're saying that. Yeah, like what I'm saying is like the the movie, even Ratatouille, like those movies. And, oh, and and Wally was a pretty good one too. But what I'm saying specifically is those movies were like so good that they're timeless practically. And the movies after afterwards, like they're good movies, but they're not the Pixar. You know, you know what I mean. That wasn't the home run. So I understand what you're saying to a degree. You know, Cars movies, I don't care for any of them. Brave, I thought was really yeah. good, but not great. Monsters University, again, good, but not great. Good Dinosaur, good, again, not great. You know, Finding Dory, good, not great. You know, I did not watch Cars 3. Um, Incredibles 2, yeah. good, not great. You know, I give you some yeah. of that, but I, I still... I, I actually can put like any of the sequels i don't think any of them are i think all of the sequels go into the good not great category except toy story <laughs> oh that's yeah. true yeah Toy well, story yeah it's just uh, definitely there has been a change and so getting back to toy story 4 i don't know if <laughs> you know i'm not getting my hopes up because you know incredibles 2 wasn't you know that good so I mean, well, it is kind of like whenever like Pixar originally started, they had like a certain plan set out, and once they yeah. finished, once they finished Definitely. that plan, they had to come up with new ideas that weren't necessarily just, like tightly knit into just, what their concept yeah, was. Yeah, and they just did whatever, and it's been yeah. bad ever since. So, well, well yeah. Pixar was you forget they originally started by Lucas, and he had to sell them off because. Uh, he went into a deal with Marvel, and they made Howard the Duck. <laughs> whoa, 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 what? That oh, you didn't know that? Uh, no. Yeah, Howard the Duck movie bombed so badly that Lucas had to sell off Pixar to stay afloat. Oh my! Now, isn't some of Pixar, wasn't it originally owned by Steve Jobs, and then he sold it off for something? Uh, I can't remember if... I think they got it. I think that's who Lucas sold it to. All right. Back to Toy Story 4. Um, you know, in this trailer, we see that there's a Sporky and it's come alive and it's not sure it's consciousness, mm -hmm. which is actually a really interesting concept. I don't know yeah. if they're going to dive into it or if they're going to be, you know, basically a one sentence thing. Um, and you have the creepy dolls and apparently there's a whole nother life with Bo Peep that Woody's really interested in. And, you know, that's going to be interesting if he wants to stay. So, I mean, it doesn't look like a bad movie. I just don't think it's needed, just like Krista said. Uh -huh. But it does look like it's going to be well made. Uh, yeah, I, I will say it looks interesting, but I'm just not getting my hopes up because of the previous standard that's been the, the predominant kind of thing. All right, Krista, got anything else to say? I mean, I, I think it's going to be good. I'm just afraid that they're like oh, doing the mistake that so many TV shows have made and they're overstaying their welcome and they're like 
going to destroy the good thing they had. Mm-hmm. I agree, because uh, Cars 2 was so bad, it has <laughs> tainted my op- it has tainted my opinion of Pixar uh, forever. Yeah, Cars, 2, Cars 2 really was like the, the moment where it just, the shit hit the fan. That was, that was it. Like, you're just like, all right, the old Pixar is dead. This is the new Pixar. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, that movie actually made me cry. Not nothing to do with the story. Actually, everything to do with the story. This thing was so horrible. I felt like I had what, like two hours like of my life stolen. <laughs> yeah, that's like a spy. The spy. You didn't like the 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 beginning of the movie, which had the freaking missile. Like what? You didn't like that? Oh, no. Okay. I just thought the whole thing was dumb, dumb, dumb. Uh, and the first <laughs> Cars was so good. I mean, Paul yeah. Newman just was so awesome yeah, in that movie. I, I, will, I will say this. Like, Cars as a franchise, uh, not very good. But exactly. the first Cars... The first Cars I can respect, though. Uh-huh. There was an actual real story in there, and Paul Newman was so awesome. Hold on, hold on. For cars, for me, I got halfway through that. I rented it and I stopped caring. So I never got into the cars movies. So I really don't like the original cars. And I heard Cars 3 is really good. So I don't know, but I haven't seen it. I don't well, care. I don't know. It's, I, I don't think know. it's an old, if you appreciate old cars, it's, this is a car buffs movie. So if you're like into cars, I mean, I am a little bit enough that this movie hit the feels for me. And I and also it was such a great Paul Newman performance. To me, that's why I like Cars. Uh, Cars two, uh, on a scale of one to ten, I would actually give that movie a one. I hated it so much. What you didn't like the cars eating ice cream? Nope. That movie, I just, I wanted to like burn the theater down. I was so angry at that movie. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That movie, like, it insulted my intelligence. It insulted my lack of intelligence. I felt like it insulted my v- very existence. Wow. <laughs> okay, so we have to move on to July. And, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. So we got two trailers to talk about. The first one, first of all, it got moved from July 5th to July 2nd. And the first trailer kind of ruined Endgame because you knew that Spider-Man survived. And he's going on a European trip. And there's Mysterio. And then the second trailer contains spoilers. It really ruins Endgame, if, just in case you didn't see it. Yeah, if you, if you haven't seen it, it's like, I'm so bad you died. It's like, <laughs> it's like, Infinity, or what's it, uh, Endgame hasn't even been out two weeks yet, and you're oh. already spoiling the movie. Yeah, okay. Uh, and uh, they're running the trailer before Endgame now. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> I'm about to die. I about died. That's so cool. Great. I'm so sad he died. Gee, I wonder what's gonna happen in this movie now. Yeah. Um. Honestly, 
I just couldn't what? stop laughing. I don't know. I just uh, like I I I'm not on. I can't say. Okay, here's the thing. MCU Spider Man just I, has not grown on me to the point where because the problem with MCU Spider Man I have my biggest issue is like he's really not his own superhero. He's kind of like an Iron Man spinoff, and well, I don't like that. I I. I I much prefer the Sam Raimi movies, so I don't know. I just I I can't say I'm um very excited for this one. I like I'm probably gonna go I'm gonna go see it for the review or whatever, but I'm not like oh oh boy another freaking MCU Spider Man where he's basically just Tony Stark Jr. You know it's like I I don't like that. You know in the comic book he's his own character and and stuff and i kind of miss that you know he's not he's not a sidekick he's his own hero he's spider-man not spider-boy you know yeah so hopefully he becomes his own guy oh yeah but it's just uh yeah and then then another thing too is it's just something about like you know it's like oh he's going off the to this place and he's gonna do this thing and he's got all these suits and I'm just like all right all right so um we try to the movie really kind of alludes that Mysterio is a good guy from another dimension and obviously for any Spider-Man fans we know that Mysterio is a damn liar so we can't trust him there but the idea of a multiverse is pretty interesting oh yeah that's not yeah. going to be a disaster. Yeah. Uh, my prediction was that uh, from in, that they created uh, alternate universes with all the time travel. I hope that wasn't a spoiler. I've had a lot of problems with actually trying to cover this because I did put on the website warning in this trailer has endgame spoilers before, you know, but it, how do I talk about this on, you know, Twitter and everything else? So it, it's just a little bit hard to do that. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm sold on this trailer. You know, I do like this Spider-Man and I do like this idea. You know, obviously we know that he's a bad guy, but, um, you know, I, I find it interesting. I think it's a good take on things and but has it got a potential? Yeah. I'm just curious to see where they go with it because uh, they do like to kind of, remix the comic history so uh and i know jake jillenthal at one time was cast as spider-man but he never got to play spider-man because toby Maguire uh uh agreed to sony's terms and all of a sudden his back injury uh was better yeah so and i seriously miss jake, tony though toby yeah. Oh, I would love. I just wish. Uh, I'm just hoping Toby Maguire wants to do something in the Spider Verse movies, because I would love to see him pop up in in a, in a sequel to Into the Spider Verse. That would be so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I just like. I don't know. It's those movies were just so good, and I I can't. 
part of part of the thing with the MCU that I'm kind of starting to realize is that um, sure they are parts of a larger universe, but I feel like sometimes the movies themselves are kind of robbed of an identity to be part of a larger thing, and uh, that's kind of unfortunate. Um, and I think I think Spider Man has like been especially done dirty by the whole thing. And I don't know if that's because he's a Sony character and, and Marvel's purposely making him extremely tied to the MCU so so that, you know, he can't be his own thing because, you know, they don't want Sony to do something with it. But I, I don't know. Um, just seems... Uh, that there, there seems to be, like, almost like corporate meddling in the decision that the to make Spider-Man the character he is portrayed in, in the MCU. And I don't know if I, I've never heard anyone else have really that criticism of him, but that's kind of the way I feel. I don't know if anyone else feels that way. Uh, I mean, I, I don't feel completely that way, but I do see and understand your complaint and, yeah. uh, and, and I do agree with it. But the thing is, it's just not bad enough for me that uh, yeah. I can sit here, I can watch the movies and be fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean... Uh, yeah, I'm just... It's like... Um, and and the thing, I guess the problem for me, too, is I I want things to be comic accurate. And I know that's a, that's like you got to separate the comic from the, mm-hmm. from the movie, but it's kind of hard when the comics do it better, or at least you believe it, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Because some of the, because uh, that was one of my biggest problems with, uh, especially the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man years. <laughs> See, I like Andrew as an actor. He's a great actor. He was horribly miscast as Spider-Man. What you didn't Just, like the Amazing Spider-Man two? Oh God! Don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that was a fun one with the green goblin and the freaking you're a fraud, Spider-Man. That was great. <laughs> on the table? It was a shark. It was great in a Sharknado sense, <laughs> like Sharknado. Yeah. So, uh, getting back to the, you know, uh, the new Spider-Man movie, it's like seems okay. But I don't know. It, it seems very similar. It seems to me like it's gonna be very not not maybe not um in the exact same way, but tonally to the first one. And the first one was just kind of okay, I think. It's probably gonna be a Return of the King's epilogue for Endgame. Maybe. All right. So let's keep going here to August. And August, we got, um, wait, 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 before August, we got one more movie, July 19th, just Lion King remake. What are you guys' thoughts on Lion King coming back? Uh, it just looks like a remake of the first one. Like, literally just the first movie, but live action. And by live action, I mean CGI. Mm-hmm. And uh, I noticed they wouldn't show the characters actually speaking. Yeah. They they haven't shown that yet. I just noticed that. So isn't it gonna look weird? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh 
what the frick are Tamar and Boomer going to look like in this movie? That's what I'm wondering. Like, because yeah, exactly. Warthogs do not look like, like... Here's the thing. In a cartoon, you can make, you know... Uh, uh, is it a, is it a what what the frick are they? One's a one's a warthog, the other's a um like a prairie. I, I want to say meerkat. Prairie dog. Yeah, meerkat. Yeah, uh, one's a meerkat, the other's a, a warthog. It's like these animals. Yeah, you can make them look freaking cute in in animation, but uh, in real life, they kind of look uh weird and scary. Warthog. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. See, here's the thing. I honestly don't really get the whole, okay, we're going to make these, you know, previously animated movies into digitally CGI movies. It's like, for, for some movies, I can say, okay, yeah, maybe. Like the Jungle Book one, that was pretty good. But but I, I think that that one worked primarily because you had at least one, like, actual character like one actual actor you know and he was kind of interacting with you know uh, you know uh, uh, a jungle world that was cgi kind of so it worked out kind of but i don't get it like why does every every single movie need to be made you know i don't get it yeah i mean especially since i mean disney has plenty of rides that they haven't adapted into movies yet yeah. I mean, where's the Splash Mountain movie? The Splash Mountain movie. Matterhorn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where is the, where is the haunted house? Ha- oh, okay, wait, wait a okay, wait a minute. <laughs> We've already had <laughs> I remember that. And we're getting Jungle, and one of these days we'll have Jungle Cruise. Yeah. <sighs> but, yeah, I... I don't know. That's I have a very meh kind of feeling of it, you know. I, I I but then again, I don't know. I don't know really anyone who's extremely excited for this movie. Yeah, I mean these days uh, when people think Disney, they think Marvel. It's like yeah. they've turned yeah <laughs> turned into this PG thirteen company. Very weird heroes. Yeah, it, like Disney's known primarily now for companies that they bought. It's very weird, and the th- and and the th- and the things that they are quote unquote making on their own are like either remakes, quote unquote remakes, or just kind of forgettable stuff. Like you, know, you know what I mean? It's just exactly very very weird, very poor. Yeah, you know, here's realistically why they're 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 remaking these movies in CGI because they got a bunch of money and it doesn't take any effort. I mean, you could argue, yeah, the animation caused effort or whatever, but they got billions upon billions to do it, and they can literally just recreate the movie scene for scene and just call it a day. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's a lot. It's a lot harder to like. You know what? If you if we're gonna remake a movie in live action, do freaking Atlantis, the one that bombs. <laughs> yeah, Try exactly. Try again. Yeah, yeah. There were some good ideas in there. It was just poorly yeah. executed. Yeah, yeah remake stuff that didn't work the first yeah. time. 
Yeah, make Atlantis, remake Treasure Planet. Like, come on. Try out the stuff that didn't work the first time. Because, you, oh, you know, and, and you, what's, you, what's interesting, too, those movies have extremely, like, diehard, um, like, cult followings, too. So, huh? yeah, they do. So, I mean, I don't see, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Everyone likes The Lion King, everyone likes Aladdin, everyone likes these movies. I don't get why, you know, we can't show love to the movies that didn't really get a good chance, you know? Mm-hmm. Like those yeah, like the exactly. early 2000s Disney movies. Yeah, or, like, or why don't they do a live-action remake of The Black Cauldron? Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, exactly. And that would but, be on point with what's popular right now. Yeah, you know, there's there's a ton... It seems to me that they are only remaking and, and paying attention to the stuff that was already popular. They aren't going to try and like bring up something that pe- most people have forgotten about. Just yeah, very it's like dis- they're very disappointing. It's like they're only said. It's like they're moving into the realm of they're only interested in releasing billion dollar movies. Yes. Yeah. And, and again, it it seems to me. Uh, you know, this is my, I have a very cynical worldview, but that to me personally, uh, the, the executives are just like, okay, what can we make a billion dollars off of and not have really any effort? So that's what it seems like to me. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. But very interesting. Like when me and Krista said before about it being, um, really hard to see the scene with Mufasa, you know, that's going to be a hard scene to see in, uh, in real life. So I don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah. I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know how they're going to edit that to be PG 13. I don't even think it's PG 13. I think it's PG, right? So I don't know how they're going to edit that to be PG. Another thing that I'm kind of wondering is like, there's a there's kind of a lot of that. Like there's a lot of in the original uh, Lion King. There's a lot of scenes that are kind of pretty violent, and and I, I think they got away with it because it was a cartoon. I don't know how how they're gonna put that in CGI and make it look, you know, <laughs> it's kind of gonna be like more scary now. Yeah. Well, again, another thing I was gonna say is like, are they gonna are they gonna adapt all the uh, songs back? And if so, uh, are the are the hyenas going to do the uh, the Third Reich march again? Because if so, I want that to happen. All right, Krista, do you have anything to add to Lion King discussion? I think the Lion King, like comparing the CG to like all the other CG we've seen, is like the best CG of the summer, but it still seems slightly off. I'll give you that. What do you guys think of the CG? Uh, it looks okay. Yeah, again, it looks fine. It looks fine, but I'm just, again, I'm wondering, like, how are you going to adapt, like, these characters who, like, look a certain way in a, in a cartoon 2D format into uh, live action when uh, the live action versions look uh, hideous? Well, we'll find out in uh, ju- uh, July. So let's uh, move on to the last movie we're going to talk about. Last confirmed 3D movie um, is Angry Birds Movie 2, which 
I, I, I like the first one. I'll give it that. But this one looks terrible. Yes. <laughs> Just what I needed. The Angry Birds movie. Krista, do you got anything on this? I I really don't care about Angry Birds at all. <laughs> I, I a, anybody, is anybody still playing Angry Birds? I thought they discontinued the game. No, I think a new one just came out. I thought is now like Angry Birds Star Wars, and I imagine they'll be Angry Birds Avengers. Yeah. Or or even cooler, Angry Games Game of Thrones. (laughs) Yes. To be better than the show at this point. (laughs) (laughs) The new season's so bad. So the plot has to do with another bird that is like has ice powers or something. I don't understand it. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I one thing I thought that was kind of cool about the about the first movie is that it it did something a uh, very few video game movies do, and that's like give a um like expand the lore of the game and I understand like it's a very simple game you know you're just birds firing yourself at pigs and causing them to explode but I the thing is is that it did like it fleshed out the kind of all right we we have our own island and these freaking pigs are gonna try to come on like very very interesting and very weird like I've I've heard the first movie has like <laughs> has like uh undertones about nativism and it's it's very weird to think that an angry birds movie would talk about that but it kind of does so i don't know interesting uh as for the second one i don't know <laughs> well i can say i saw the trailer in 3D and i wasn't that impressed with the 3D in the trailer yeah so, okay, that's basically it for confirmed movies. We may have a Dora the, and the Golden Goose or the Golden Palace or something. No, no, it's, it's, it's Dora and the Lost City of Gold. And I don't know if it's going to be in 3D, but I'm, I, I desperately want to see it. <laughs> Dora and the Lost City of Gold. He's the most ridiculous premise for a movie I have ever heard. It's it's like going to be like awful. Like like we've been talking about bad CG. The CG in this movie is objectively awful, but it's like the kind of movie where that's okay because the movie itself is awful. So like it's gonna be like so bad it's good. Oh, I don't know. I, I like I. The guy from Ant Man's in it. <laughs> that guy's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was, but just I, like I, just like the premise, like the target the target audience for this movie isn't kids. It's like twenty somethings who have kids or who are like babysitting or like me. Uh like cause those are the only people who like are like that we have like the nostalgia of watching Dora as a kid. Also, like watch it with kids now, and that's why like 
Like, the only way it's going to be good is if it, like, embraces the irony of how ridiculous it is and just, like, goes for it head on and is like, this is a ridiculous premise for a movie and we're going to to, to embrace it. No, I agree 100% with the CG. Uh, Boots, the monkey, it looks like Jumanji from 90s bad. <laughs> it's the ugliest monkey I have ever seen. Here's the thing. I'm kind of rooting for... Okay, yeah, I have to also understand. Um, if a movie is good or bad, I win either way. That's what you got to understand. If yeah, it's good, I understand then it's that. good. If it's bad, then I will enjoy ripping it apart. <laughs> like You just want to be entertained. And, yeah. and you can be entertained, it's, good or bad. Like it's like the DCEU. I'm sad that they're that they're starting to get good because I was it was so much fun. Like you know, <laughs> Suicide Squad too. I was looking forward to that because I thought that we were gonna get what the Suicide Squad. Like I, I wish. Uh, yeah, it's it's disappointing when uh, you know you want films to be good, but on the other hand. You're like, but if they're bad, then they'll be fun. You know what I mean? I don't. It's hard to hard to describe. No, it makes sense. If it's like a five or a six, it's really hard to review those because it's just like I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. Look, no one, no one wants a movie that's lukewarm. They want either really good or really bad. That's that's the way I I see it. You know. That that's sort of my problem with with you know my critique about the mcu it's like you know when when the movies are quote-unquote bad they're just kind of meh and that's that's worse you know than than being straight up bad in, in, at least worse in a uh a, a viewing perspective oh you need to see the uh inhumans uh pilot if you haven't already I watched the series. <laughs> i know isn't it the most yes. god awful train wreck do like how, ever. Do you like how Triton dies in the first two minutes of the movie? Or the, or the yeah, that was, yeah, you can tell they ran out of CG budget. So, and the oh, and the, the hair. Oh my god, yeah. and the hair. Medusa's hair gets cut in the first episode, and that's her power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what's you know the worst part too. I don't know if you heard this, but the comics retaliated to that show by killing everyone but Black Bolt off. Ooh. So, yeah, yeah. They in 2018 they had a series called Death of the Inhumans where basically Black Bolt kills everyone. So that to me in my head canon that was like the Marvel Comics executives being like firmly distancing themselves from the show by killing off all the characters. Just, oh man. Just, wow. What terrible. And like, that that, that show has like pulmonar written all over it. Just, mm-hmm. he's the worst. Yep. Yeah. Alright, alright. Let's get back to summer. Let's wrap up here. Um, so let's, some interesting stats here. Of the movies, we have about 12. We have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six of the movies are Disney or Disney now owned because of Fox. Great. So 
half of them are Disney. We have one, two uh, reboots of previous Disney movies. Um, the most quote-unquote original movie, um, not based on a previous movie, is Detective Pikachu. But we've had multiple animated Pokemon movies before. And we have a semi-sequel reboot with Men in Black. Um, but everything here is sequels, really. You know, I guess Detective Pikachu is the only thing that's kind of original, um, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah. So, kind of disappointing summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Honestly, it's it, this summer seems very bare bones. You know? Not a lot going on. Mm-hmm. It's just there aren't any Marvel movies, and then you realize that Marvel is like the entire movie franchise, and that without Marvel, you're like, wait, where'd all the movies go? Well, I, I will say the only movie I'm really looking forward to, and by looking forward to, as in I hope it it's good and it does well, is uh, the Godzilla movie. I'm hoping that one does well. All right, one uh, cool movie not coming out this summer is Underdogs, uh, a favorite of James and I. Yes, huh. it's, it, but it has Ariana Grande in it. Uh, all right. Um, that's going to be basically it for this podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Goodbye. All right. Before this podcast ends, I want to give a thank you to my patrons. Right now, we have a one patron, which is David from Spain, and I want to thank you for your financial support. All right, so that's going to be it for this podcast. We now have a Patreon, and the link is in the description. Uh, thanks for watching. And we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They don't put it everywhere. Just look for us, 3D or 2D. And of course, review us on iTunes. And if you want to write us a letter, our email address is email3d42d at gmail.com. So that's going to be it. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.